0: My sugar daddy just literally right before you got here sent me a hundred dollars. Wait your sugar daddy. I guess I have one now. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I got banned from Tinder it's the end of an era that's really sad <laughs> so tell everyone why you got banned there's two potential reasons um and there's a lot of controversy people have opinions on which reason was oh, the oh you yeah. took a poll i an in-person poll like oh, you were like out were you like i'm like I I <laughs> I
0: that's gonna stories. be my
1: pickup line from now on when i go to a bar and there's like, must a, cute be guy. a dirty girl yeah exactly <laughs> so Two theories. So the first one is that I did have in my bio Venmo me and see what happens with my Venmo information, which is solicitation of money. Yes,
0: and a friend of mine had that and she got banned. You didn't
1: tell me that she got banned, or maybe you didn't. I wasn't paying attention.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think you told me. (laughs) (laughs) But then, how are you getting money? Well, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, I did have like Venmo me and see what happens, but then I took that out. Because I guess no one was reporting me, and then I tried a lot of different tactics in my bio. So first I was like, um, "Swipe right if you want to spoil me," mm. and then I did, um, then I did a series of emojis: the the red rose, which is which indicates that you're a sex worker. Oh. Red rose, um, bikini emoji because you didn't have an underwear. Squirting for like you know dirty Whoa. underwear. Money face another rose and so some people were like what so then I changed it to swipe right for dirty undies and then people would message me and I'm like yeah you like my bio yeah <laughs> and they're like I would rather take them off you so while I was recovering from the surgery I was just like swiping right on everyone and seeing who would respond and yeah that's how I found Shit. the one guy to actually buy it so it take you got to put in work yeah yeah it doesn't come easy yeah so that's my first theory and my
1: second theory is that I added a because all these guys have pictures of their butts on, in, like, on Tinder. Like, one of their pictures is them mooning the camera. Like, what? I've seen multiple dudes do it. So I did it. I added a picture. And I used to have oh it on Bumble. God. But Bumble was, like, this goes against our policy. Take it down. I was, like, mm. fuck you. So I put added it as an image as one of my pictures on Tinder, my last one. It's just me and my friend mooning the camera, like, on the beach. It's funny. It's not a sexy ass pic, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's my ass, so it's sexy. But like, yeah, it's pretty sexy. Yeah, it's not...
0: The sexual you're like stop sexualizing my ass even exactly. though that's kind of what you're trying to do miriam you're on tinder soliciting <laughs> your butt
1: emma <laughs> showed me like a girl that she matched with on tinder who literally basically had nudes on there uh, she just didn't directly show her ass she showed like her and underwear that like was in her vagina basically so that's okay but my white ass i think it's because i'm chubby and tinder is sexist but then i went onto the internet being like i got banned from tinder what do i do And I found this article from this guy who like literally sexually harasses women on Tinder. And he was like, to avoid getting banned from Tinder, try to get their number and get the conversation off Tinder and then immediately delete them from Tinder so that they can't report you.
0: Isn't that fucked up? Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not fucking sexually harassing people. You don't even have to match with someone. I mean, you don't have to engage in conversation to be banned. Like once you match with someone or can you report someone if you see their profile?
1: Yeah, I think you can report someone's profile. But he was saying, like, if you say something fucked up oh yeah, and they try to report you afterwards. Then
0: just delete that. Because I've
1: done, that's happened to me before. That you've said something fucked up? (laughs) No. Once I matched with a guy on Bumble. Yeah. Who, I I don't know why, but I gave him my number pretty early on, which I don't normally do, uh, without, like, really vetting him. But then he, like, would not stop texting me. And he, I was, it was around the holidays and I was like telling him, Hey, I'm with my family right now. Let's talk after the holidays. And he was like, you can't text me when you're with your family. (laughs) And then I just like stopped talking to him and he kept texting me. So Uh, I, um, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to block him. Then he added me on Facebook uh, and I deleted him. Then he texted me from another number and I was like, okay, I don't really know what to do. So I told him, I was like, Hey, I don't, I'm not interested in talking to you. Please stop. Then he kept texting me i blocked his number he whatsapped me i told him dude stop and oh then i reported God. him to bumble and i haven't heard
0: from him since so oh good yeah that's crazy i know like dude what the fuck i wonder why reporting him on bubble bumble is what made him stop because he had other i no think i also like with the whatsapp i blocked that too so
1: mm. we were okay
0: Oh, okay um i i think it was the money
1: yeah a lot of people think it's the nudity of my asshole. Maybe. It wasn't my asshole. It was just my
0: ass. I mean, because other people are nude, like...
1: I know. Yeah, it's probably the money. But,
0: like, I only made 30 I mean, it could be a combination bucks. of both. You made
1: 250 bucks. Yeah, but it
0: didn't even have to do with <laughs> Tinder, really. Yeah. All right, tell me number those. Okay,
1: so do you remember the guy that I texted, break up with your girlfriend, I'm bored? Yes! The
0: song? Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God!
1: Oh, my <laughs> God! Let's call him Carl. Okay. I would never fuck I Carl. I really don't like that name. Okay, let's do... Uh, Dennis, <laughs> why am I only coming up with shitty names? He's disgusting. Um, James, okay, yeah, that's a hot Yeah, it it's sexy. James, okay. Um, I want to fuck him now. He's still, he's still with his girlfriend. No, but I like had a Snapchat story and he responded to it. Mm-hmm. It was my sister, and he's like, Oh my god, you guys look so much I like. I thought that was you at first. It was also your sister, <laughs> right? I was like, Weird. But then, <laughs> um, that like put him back into my brain you know Mm -hmm. so then um I messaged him last night totally sober (gasps) Mm -hmm. being like are you still with your girlfriend (laughs) and he was like yeah
0: because he snapchatted you that like indicates I know I was like maybe he's not yeah Um,
1: but I think if he broke up with his girlfriend he would like text me and be like
0: I'm single (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I agree I
1: I knew that I get why you messaged him though but then he was like "Uh, are you drunk and I was like no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and then we ended up FaceTiming. And we literally, Arielle, we FaceTimed until like one in the morning. We started at like 11 p.m. What were you hours. talking about? Like a lot of it was like reminiscing on sex that we used to have and stuff. But it was super weird because like during it, I was like, whatever, this is fine. This is fun. Like I like I enjoyed talking to him. We talked for two hours. But then like I felt so weird this morning because I kind of wanted to text him. But then I felt like I shouldn't. Yeah, you, know? you, sh- you should not. So that's why I feel like I shouldn't have done that.
0: But I mean, maybe you could text him to be like, you know, that you need to break up with your girlfriend. Yeah, but he we talked about that. And what did he say? He was
1: like, it's just a bad time in my life. There's a lot of instability. And that's yeah, good. Add more
0: instability. No, it won't.
1: Whatever. I'm not going to sit here and like beg him to break up with his girlfriend. Also, No, yeah, I yeah. mean, but
0: that, that is like a... Take you taking you out of the equation. It's what's best for him, but nobody can tell someone to as we know to break up with. So so yeah.
1: But it made me sad because it's like he's clearly not happy with her, and she can't be happy with him if he's not happy with her. So I
0: don't know. Yeah,
1: but maybe maybe he also it's just like a moment of weakness when he talks
0: to me. You know. Yeah, Um, but that's really intense, dude. I mean, how do how do you feel? I know you just said you feel sad, but like that's really sexually frustrating, mentally frustrating. I like after we hung up masturbated for like twenty minutes. Oh my god. (laughs) I was super horny. So you're just thinking about him?
1: Yeah. Well not about I watched porn, but like it was fueled by him. And like I kept being (laughs) really sexual and then I would feel bad and be like, wait,
0: I shouldn't have said that. Um Look, it's, it's not your fault. I know it's not. He's po- it's his fault. I don't even know if he's doing this with other people. I mean, he clearly is. He said that you're the best sex that he's ever had. Yeah. But if he's doing this with you, he could be doing this with anyone. That's true. Um, it's more of like, you know, girl code. Do you want to be instigating it when you know that he's in a relationship with someone else?
1: I don't even care about that. I just like that's
0: rude. What if I what if you were doing this to my boyfriend? <laughs> but I wouldn't do that to
1: you because my friend. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like I don't know her. Obviously I think she's great cuz she's like I saw her Instagram. She's super cute and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's but, super cute. Um yeah, like I don't fucking know her and I'm not really doing anything wrong if he You're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. It's, like so many guys when I had a boyfriend would text me and I would be like I have a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah so I haven't really processed how I feel about it but it was weird because I stayed up super late talking to him and then I had to be up really early mm-hmm. so now I'm like tired because like, you were doing this naughty thing I know like <laughs> I <laughs> jeopardized my physical health yeah, yeah. for this conversation but it was nice mm-hmm. you know yeah, I talked talk to him again super complicated I know I think I just crave drama yeah. Also, he listens to this podcast. So what?
0: Gonna...
1: <laughs> we just talked. About... Wait, how do you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I feel like I wasn't going to talk
1: about it, but then I was like, I need to, for the fans. Wait, are you, you know? going to
0: like tell him I talked about it last night and then, I mean today, and then he'll be like, oh, I got to listen. No, I'm not going to tell no? him. How do you know that he's going to listen to it? He told me last night that he listens to the
1: podcast. Wow. And he heard me talk about like
0: it before. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh so. my He might not listen to it, but he might. So you know how like we're just two BFFs gabbing, and I sometimes forget that we're on a podcast, and we say things that sometimes I think, oh, maybe I don't want anyone to hear. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then people will text me like, "Oh, you said X and X," and I'm like, "What? How do you know that?" <laughs> <laughs> Easy to lose myself in. Yeah. Here. Um. Okay. Do you have any more drama for me? Um. I could talk about Unbound. Oh, yeah. This is... oh Miriam's got so much juice. <laughs> I know. I have all the tea today. Um, is it so, juice or tea?
1: Juice is like being like a bad bitch, I guess. You know? Oh. Like, I got the juice. I got... You know, like, that's like you have a lot of power in your community. <laughs> okay. I don't know what... Word <laughs> I don't think so. Wrong. Yeah. But uh, tea is the gossip. Okay. Tell me the tea. Um, so we talked about Unbound last episode and how wildflower that, sex that really
0: just last episode yeah i guess this is a late episode this week yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we really percussed <laughs> but yeah so we talked about how wildflower sex had all these comments about unbound you should go listen to the last episode if you want to hear what they were mm-hmm. so then i sent that episode over to polly who's this polly rodriguez who's the ceo of unbound did she listen to it
0: yeah she yeah. listened to it she oh, said yeah. thank you for all that you do and Aww. i was like MFG. we love you polly yeah we really love if you're you, listening we love you so much i'm gonna send it to her so i think
1: she will okay cool um but so she was su- super nice and i know she's a ceo and super busy but she um reached out and was like i would love to address the things you brought up mm-hmm. so i'm the messenger here to kind of tell you what we talked about i thought it was mm-hmm. really interesting so first of all uh, Polly says that Wildflower sex has blocked everyone who works at Unbound on Instagram. They keep trying to reach out to them, but wow. Wildflower won't talk to them, wow, won't engage in a so conversation. Wow, that's so fucked up. Yeah. Whoa. And if Wildflower hears that Polly's speaking at a panel of some they sort, won't be in it. they call the panel and they say, this per- Polly should not be speaking at this panel.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. That is so bitchy.
1: I know, but they like won't engage in any sort of conversation. And Polly made a big point to be like, I really like what they do and I, you know want to be on good terms with them i don't know what their problem is she says that they like stalk her schedule they like know where she's gonna be when she speaks how like, do they know her schedule I, I guess they like i don't know this is very disturbing i know, I know. um pu- what else did she say oh so she talked about the fundraising she said that uh founders fund did invest in um unbound they yeah. gave them a hundred thousand dollars here are some other companies that founders fund has invested in wait, wait, wait what is founders fund <laughs> that's the investment company that had the fucked up people who like were Ted Cruz supporters. I forgot the guy's name. What was his name?
0: Oh yeah. We, we didn't say him last time cause I didn't know it, but, but it was, um, cyan. What's their yeah. face is the cyan. Um, I don't even care. Don't. We, we don't like them whatever. Anyway. We talked
1: about them in the last episode. Basically one of the f- things that wildflower sex said about unbound was that they took money from founders fund, which is like a fucked up investment company because the people that they took money from uh, support Ted Cruz and say that yeah, and women like anti LGBTQI yeah. and like re- reproductive health. But apparently, Founders Fund also invests in Postmates, Spotify, Facebook, and Instagram. So if you're going to boycott oh, Unbound, shoot. you should probably consider boycotting those other yeah. companies as well. And yeah. they also Founders Fund only gave 100k to them. They've given way more to places like Facebook, Instagram, and Postmates. So wow, first
0: thing. Also, Polly like does deeply regret taking money oh, wait, from. Sorry, a step back. Um, I don't know at what stage all those companies got money from them, but they are so much bigger. And like yeah. that makes it even worse, in my opinion. And it's just classically like what's the common thread about
1: all those companies? They're owned by men mm-hmm. and they're not sex companies. Whereas like we're holding women to a higher standard and so Exactly, exactly what you said last episode. Yeah. Um, but also Polly was saying that when she did accept this money from Founders Fund, she yeah. was, you know, she had six credit cards, she was on Medicaid, she was really suffering and yeah. this is like... Her dream. I mean, this is yeah. Company. She did what she had to do exactly. Like you know, we can't. And she she says she really regrets taking the money. Honestly, I don't think really. She should. Yeah, yeah. I, I would
0: have done the same thing exactly.
1: Yeah. Also, it's like you're taking these fuckers' money and then putting it into something that's gonna go against exactly. Exa- what yeah.
0: That that's why it's so shocking because it's so anti what these fuckers stand for. Yeah. Yeah. Um. She Polly, if you're listening, you should not regret that at all because uh, where we have no idea where you would be right now. Yeah, exactly.
1: It got you to where you are today. Yeah. Um, and then she also spoke about, the, so the two products we talked about, Squish and Bender, you know, yeah. when we said we were like, oh, they're so innovative. And then we were upset that it wasn't their products. Yeah. So it turns out Squish was a product called Mina Limon. Mm-hmm. It was owned by these two men and their company was going under. Mm. So they approached Unbound and were like, please buy this. And oh, so they Unbound basically saved it. Saved their they asses. resuscitated it. Yeah. Oh, Unbound. <laughs> you know. Um, And then finally, or not finally, but in terms of the Bender, you know that there was like $8 benders on Alibaba, but apparently in China, that's where Unbound manufactures their products. Yeah. There's like, it's kind of hard. There's no copyright or anything like that. So people can find the molds to your product and easily just counterfeit it. Uh huh. So the products that Unbound Babes sell is always medical grade silicone. Like they they guarantee it's going to be as healthy for your body. It's going to be good for your body as cheap as possible. So all these benders that are being sold on Alibaba for $8 are knockoffs and you oh. don't know what the fuck they're going to do for your body. Okay. Wow.
0: Okay. Well, Polly also, <laughs> somebody recently asked me about the bender and I, I just earned, they asked me for a recommendation and I recommended bender even before knowing all of this. So like I didn't search to find the $8 one just yeah. because still like I didn't care what wildflower sex said because I still support Unbound and Something we didn't mention is that they donate, was it 6.9% of all their profits to Planned Parenthood, which is oh, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that number. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> they're so funny. I they do everything right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and finally, Polly just like wanted to make a point of this, so I want to make a point of it too, that Please. we live in this world of call-out culture mm-hmm. and cancel culture where people like are really put under a lot of scrutiny and they're not allowed to make mistakes. And that's just not fair and that's not how life works. And mm-hmm. you know, she's been getting death threats. Oh my god. Since these things have Guys, come stop. Out. I, I mean, it's <laughs>
0: probably not a our followers. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not ours. It's really sad. Yeah, I know.
1: And that's like it's been really difficult for her and her mental health. And like I'm sure she gets death threats already for just being the CEO of a sex toy company. Yeah. She doesn't need
0: to like Yeah. She's very strong. Yeah. This bitch has been through it. For real. Damn. Yeah. Well, thank you, Miriam, for getting all the info. And thank you so much, Polly, for taking the time to talk to Miriam. Yeah, it was a really great conversation. This was incredibly helpful. And I hope that all of our listeners um, take it to heart. What do I hope? Yeah, I think the takeaway, and this is important for me, too, to
1: internalize, is that you should really try to get to the bottom of things before you make a decision. Yeah, do
0: your research. And These people sending her death threats are losers yeah they didn't do any research and then they took the time to send a death threat that's insane yeah They hospitalized. those are the people
1: who really hate the founders fund
0: people yeah no, but like they're it's just your radical are, if you losers. hate them it's
1: because you hate People who are hateful, but then you're just being hateful.
0: Yeah, they hate themselves. You're not being empathetic at all. They're projecting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, well, cool. Thank you, Miriam. You're
1: welcome. Use Mm
0: -hmm. our code SMHPod for ten percent off your order. This is a very long (laughs) ad. (laughs) Uh, Let's get into news. Yeah, let's do it. Hello. Georgia will allocate $1.5 million to provide free menstrual products for low-income women and girls. I had to burp, but fuck yeah. So I told this to Miriam right before the podcast started and she didn't listen to me, so she knew that something was coming, but she <laughs> didn't know what. I was like, Yay, or no. <laughs> <hinting>. <laughs> okay. Um, so that was just a a tweet headline that I saw and I have no further information. So Miriam, back to you. Arizona has opened up an inclusive sex store slash feminist sex shop called Jellywink
1: Boutique. Jellywink. Cute, right? Yeah. It's a sex positive, inclusive sex shop that's welcoming to the lgbtq community it's supposed to be a safe space for queer and trans folks and it will host workshops and i think that's really great because i think living in new york i forget what a luxury it is to have access to so many feminist sex experiences totally, we're in such a bubble yeah so um hearing about stores opening up in places where they need to be <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm happy about that if you live in arizona you should check out Jellywink. um and maybe we'll do a smh pod trip to arizona
0: to check it out (laughs) sure yeah (laughs) maybe we'll hit up jelly winks on this episode there's this um instagram mommy who lives in arizona who i love so like i'm not opposed yeah visit her (laughs) back to you (laughs) ariel miriam yes will you fuck on the first date yeah (laughs) (laughs) i literally always Always fuck on the first date.
1: I would say like 99% of the time.
0: Yeah. Sometimes when I hit it off a lot with someone, I'll be like, no, we can't. (laughs) (laughs) And then like maybe we'll fuck the next day, probably that night. So this is the headline. Sex on the first date is important if you want a serious relationship. I saw a different headline that was like, um, you have to have sex on the first date if you want a girlfriend. Oh my god. <laughs> uh so this Wait, you
1: what? This is kind of like blowing my mind because I thought that I was single because I always have sex on the first date.
0: No, nope. yeah. This is why it's uh whoo. It's but just because of my
1: personality. This is
0: this was like a survey, so it wasn't backed by research. Oh, um yeah, it's that. like one of those dumb things. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elicit Encounters is this UK dating site for married people. So I guess that's either a swinging site or it's one of those like um Mary Jane? Or maybe Ashley that's not- Madison? Ashley Madison. <laughs> Thanks. Uh so they, they surveyed two thousand people and these are the results. Uh so fucking on the first date led to a serious relationship for thirty four percent of men and thirty six percent of women. Mm. That's not that much.
1: That's like a third.
0: Yeah. But like it see, this is a time where the headline is super clickbaity yeah. and it should have been At least 50% or even 49%. Yeah. Um, Over a third of men have found love after fucking on the first date. Wow. 56% of women have had sex with a partner after the first date, which like, okay. (laughs) Like when? Great stat. (laughs) (laughs) 64% of women and 62% of men wanted to have sex on the first date. But they didn't because they thought it was too soon. Whoa. So baby girls and boys, go for it. Get it it on. Because honestly, even if you're never
1: going to see them again, at least you had sex.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just think of it as like you're collecting all these experiences and memories and it doesn't make you a slut or dirty. And if you want to have sex because of the chemistry, like most likely the other person wants to also. It's all about like the shame and. Whatnot. Back to you, Miriam.
1: House of Yes has a sex ed show.
0: Ooh, we should go. It's actually, I think it's this Friday. Oh no, I can't go. <laughs> I don't know because my boobie. It's we'll a
1: comedy circus and puppetry show where there will be warring sperm and dancing labia. <laughs> <laughs> so house of yes is this like kind of crazy club in brooklyn
0: for our it, listeners it's hot in here i see i see some of you do you see my sweat <laughs> Stop. Lab? no i mean i have it too. i'm just a sweaty person No, it's, i think it's because it's where it's um, warm the light is shining like even my my arms are sweating yeah we need a better like audio room <laughs> we're in my living room
1: no my dining room is my dining room yeah. Bougie, back to you, Ariel.
0: This is making headlines, and that is the only reason why I am going to talk about it. The Shameless Sex Podcast. I don't know that one, uh, but they started this masturbating challenge for May Masturbation Month, which woo, big mm-hmm. fucking deal! <laughs> Actually, there there does seem to be some history about it that Unban posted on their story, and I was going to research it, and then I didn't care enough, so
1: it's historically important.
0: It is to celebrate with
1: your hand tonight, <laughs> as I did last night. <laughs> And I luckily, not luckily, but you know how you got a yeast infection from using a your, dirty toy. I realized all my toys because I have so many toys. So I'm like, OK, I'm not going to clean it right now. I'll just use a different one. Yeah. Now, all my toys are dirty. So last night I couldn't use any of them. OK,
0: wait, so this is the goals. You have so many. You could use one every single day of the week and then you have one day during the week where you wash all of them. Yeah. So and rotate.
1: that day was yesterday and I didn't do it. So it's today now. I just use my hands.
0: Oh, OK. I was like. There's always that not worth the yeasty risk. Yeah, I'm glad. Cool. Um, all right, so they, they've they created this 30-day self-pleasure challenge. It's to use uh, just your hands, no porn, no vibrators, which like I could never. I mean, I, I will do sometimes, but yeah. it's the best way. So they say the intention of this challenge isn't to shame people for using vibrators or porn. It's to give them the opportunity uh, to the subtle sensations in their bodies that are often hard to feel without vibrators. There's a lot available in the slowness and presence that comes with using hands. I love using my hands. So. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it does give a different orgasm. Yeah, I think with a vibrator, I don't know the the edging. It just sometimes it can give like a very overwhel- overwhelming one. Maybe with the vibrators, I think sometimes I like miss the orgasm. Like it happens. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like wait. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then I, this is what happened to me last night. And then I try and do it again. And then I'm just like straining every muscle. like. <laughs> please, <again."> please, please, please.
1: <laughs>
0: what I like to do is
1: start off with my hand and have my first orgasm with my hand and like just clitoral and then use the toy. That's a really clitoral. great idea. Yeah.
0: Because the vibrator makes your clit. But you're not. Are you, I don't I not use not the vibrator your... my clit. I just do it. Inside. Right. 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 So never mind. I can't even talk to you about. Masturbating hacks. <laughs>
1: Masturbating hacks. Oh, yeah. I thought you said hats. <laughs> Back to you, Miriam. My second favorite topic. Going to talk about sex ed, but it's kind of a, a shitty moment. Um, in Iowa, GOP lawmakers propose this last-minute policy in this two billion dollar budget bill that was supposed to fund the Department of Human Services and the Department of Public Health. These are like last-minute provisions. Where they decided to prohibit Medicaid coverage for trans surgery. Um, and a lot of advocates are saying that the language used to add that provision was straight up discriminatory. Like, there's no, it was just discriminatory language. And that this is like actually life threatening, which. This is terrible. Yeah. Like, people might die. Will likely die because of this. They also added a provision to strip Planned Parenthood of funding for oh sex God. ed programs. So republicans and yeah the it's it's fucked up
0: this is really sad
1: but um i forgot to mention the republicans were arguing that trans surgeries are cosmetic and costly holy like, shit really?
0: <laughs> holy shit that's like i, yeah. I want to kill all of the republicans they should all die
1: yeah so this hasn't this was a provision it hasn't been voted on yet but it's iowa so. yeah Hopes are low here. But, I mean, I'm thinking because of the discriminatory language, they could take this to the Supreme Court, maybe.
0: Okay, well, you will keep us updated. Yeah, I will. One is the vote, do you know? No idea. Okay, well, again, you'll keep us updated. Back to you, Ariel. Okay, so you know how when we put in our Google alerts, like, sex, whatever, and we get a lot of, like, annoying, like, child pornography (laughs) stuff? Yeah. Okay, this one I thought was kind of funny. It's, like, not funny, but it's funny. (laughs) Gravy spill leads to child porn discovery on low man's laptop. I don't I don't Gravy think... Spill? What is a low man? I think that was a typo. Yeah, gravy spill. So this guy spilled gravy on his computer and he brought it into Geek Squad. So when Geek Squad was repairing it and they were transferring all the files, they found porn child porn and they reported it to the authorities wow what a dumbass! busted (laughs) (laughs) back to you
1: miriam um this is my last piece of news arizona two for two today is repealing a sex ed law that was written i think in the 90s that basically required sex ed classes to promote honor and respect for monogamous heterosexual marriage so they're getting rid of this requirement so they don't need to be like the Only way to live a good life is to be a hetero monogamous person. Oh, amazing! Yeah, so that's cool. Arizona's yeah. killing
0: it. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Week. Well, let's go. Yeah, back to you, Ariel. Condom sales are going down. Oh, no, not like they're cheaper, like the sales are going down. So people are
1: buying less. Yes, condoms.
0: in 2015, it was worth 519 billion, or their sales were 519 billion. In 2018, it went down to 486 billion. Oh, shit. Why do we ask? Well, millennials, which make up the bulk of people who are buying condoms right now, we are adulting slower than our parents were. Uh, We're more likely to live at home. Um, So like maybe we're having sex less because we're at home. Uh, We're less likely to drink alcohol, have a driver's license and all those things contribute to like, you know, relationships and less likely to have sex, which if you've seen in like, you know, the news, everyone's saying that maybe this is true, maybe it's not, whatever. I don't really know. Oh,
1: yeah, that millennials aren't having as much sex as yeah. they used to or yeah. other generations do. I just
0: don't see how that's possible.
1: I think it's a lot of... I have a, a few theories. Yeah. I think teen, teen mom really scared people about sex. I, mean, I think... I, s-
0: everyone around me is having sex i don't get it i think
1: people are just waiting longer to have sex oh so like we said adult and just being more responsible because we're we've been getting better sex education than people in the past also Mm -hmm. in the past people like waited till marriage or just married their high school sweethearts right
0: and they married young yeah
1: true but now it's like we're a lot of us are single running around town yeah yeah and we're we're
0: overworked Overworked and under fucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a good thing for uh, a merch. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, wait, that's amazing. <laughs> we'll work on that after we record this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ah, yeah. Okay, so it takes us longer to do adult things, and then the vice president of the company that makes the Durex condom says that millennials don't think STDs will happen to them, and they think that condoms get in the way. And so studies have shown that birth control rates are up, mm-hmm. um, STD rates are up too, because. Women are on birth control. Men think, "Oh, well, I don't need to use a condom because their main concern is getting pregnant, not right. STDs."
1: I was gonna guess that too.
0: Yeah. Um. So some strategies that they're doing to get uh their sales up is Durac is advertising on Tinder. I haven't actually oh. seen that. Not I bet you tell. would. <laughs> And Trojan made a sex-positive playlist on Spotify called It's a Big Sexy Album. Whoa. I didn't look up what songs were on it. Yeah, I kind of... Is it like,
1: you should listen to it while having sex? Yeah. Here, hold on. Let me just... I don't know if I could listen to a sponsored condom album.
0: It's a big sexy time. You know what? I can't even find it on Spotify, so just fucking forget it
1: yeah where the fuck is it Trojan maybe this is why people aren't buying your fucking dank ass stupid ass condoms just getting that shit I only really buy Trojan yes or skin skin I had one guy that I used to bang that was like obsessed with them so sometimes if I see them
0: that's super cute I just watched the Seinfeld episode when Elaine um, is running around town getting her sponge birth control. Have you seen that one? (laughs) No. No. Okay, I didn't really watch. I fucking forget it again. I'm binging it right now. So you should probably do that as a Jew, Miriam. I know. I went straight to curb your enthusiasm. Oh, and I don't like that. You don't like it? No. It's so funny. Yeah. Are you kidding me? What? Because I'm a Seinfeld girl. But the guy wrote Seinfeld. I know, and Seinfeld was much better than Curb. Wow. And there, I think that the main thing is that there isn't a character like Elaine in Curb. And I, uh, my favorite part of Seinfeld is Elaine. Yeah,
1: I mean she's amazing. Yeah. And, Do you watch
0: Beep? Um, I I tried to. I've like watched a bunch of episodes on the airplane, and I didn't uh, really love. I like only was watching it for her.
1: <laughs> she made it. I'm just going to say it. She made a joke in the most recent episode. I actually had to pause to like get all my laughs out. (laughs) She was like saying, you know how she has that assistant Gary? Yeah. Who's like a dweeb. Yeah. She was like talking about how he calls a vagina a crinkum crinkum. Ew. (laughs) <laughs> a crankum 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 mm. <laughs> she's like i can't trust gary with it he calls a vagina crank-um, crank-um. <laughs> maybe, maybe i'll watch it again and i had to google crankum crankum because i didn't know what that was and apparently it's like a series of twists and turns
0: oh that's funny yeah i was crying <laughs> i'm sorry i can't share this with you i know you're not <laughs> laughing no i'm not but this is sometimes how i feel when i tell you something okay. <laughs> <laughs> now i know sex, sex.
1: Sex study. Sex study. Is that how it yes. goes? Yes, yes, that is beautiful.
0: <laughs> we don't even need that man anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Bye, bitch. Just kidding. What are we talking about today?
0: Masturbation. You go first, bitch. All right.
1: So masturbation comes from the Latin term manis, meaning hand, and trupratio, which means defilement. Oh, so, I hate that. So the word historically is seen as like a dirty, wrong thing to do. Terrible. Which is crazy. And the reason why it's crazy... It's because fucking babies masturbate. You heard that right. No one feels comfortable talking about children and sexuality, but children are sexual. And we have to just fucking acknowledge it. It's not weird. It's not abuse. Sometimes there's abuse that happens to children. That doesn't mean children aren't sexual beings who have needs and wants.
0: They can self-stimulate.
1: Absolutely. And it's, I think the fact that infants and children do masturbate just shows how fucking natural it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So <laughs> the study I read was called gratification Distor- disorder a review and gratification disorder is basically, it's not actually a disorder, but what happens is that parents, babies will be like convulsing. Basically they're like moving around. Their ar- back is arching. They get sweaty because they're trying to get themselves off, but they can't use their hands. So their parents think that they're having like a seizure. Wow. So all these babies come in to get treated for epilepsy and they pay all this money to do all these tests. And then it turns out the baby's just fucking masturbating.
0: Do they do the doctors and do they discover that? So the thing is that doctors
1: don't even think to think about masturbation. They're like, oh, your baby is like convulsing. It's probably epilepsy. So here's some of the fucking things that they do. Um, they do blood analysis, metabolic screenings, ultrasounds, skull x-rays, brain scans, all this costs money and time expensive. Um, so yeah, like because masturbation, it's not because they're babies, they're not using their hands. So it's difficult to recognize that it is masturbation. So that's why they're bringing their kids in and doctors are saying, Oh, let's see, um, what's going on. But gratification disorder is not really a disorder. It's a typical behavior. It's super normal. Um, and I kind of went through this, but the symptoms of gratification disorder, first of all, it doesn't happen while the baby's sleeping. Only when they're awake, um, they're arching their backs, they're twisting their body, they're scissoring their lower limbs, Mm. they're grunting, hyperventilating, sweating.
0: They're like masturbating. This is in males and females. Yeah. Non-binary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Especially females. I think because, um, they're like it whoa i'm sorry i'm popular i got a tinder message
0: i'm sensitive
1: (laughs) um but basically it happens when the kid's bored and tired but they're fully conscious the whole time if you call their name or you call towards them they'll respond Mm -hmm. um, and they stop when they get distracted Mm -hmm. so that's not epilepsy you can't just like stop because you're distracted right right they're so fucking horny yeah so as i said a majority of patients end up getting misdiagnosed having to go through all these things and it happens between the ages of three months to three years old Hmm. and so the treatment is that uh the doctor will counsel parents to let them know that this is okay and normal behavior and then they recommend not scolding the child because that's going to make them either want to like rebel and do it anyway or Mm -hmm. just cause like self self self-consciousness and shit self-esteem issues um but basically the whole point of this was to say that it's important to just for clinicians to know that this is probably or this is very much a possibility yeah and that you should consider that yeah I think it's just like a cultural thing that we need to recognize that babies are sexual yeah they want to touch their pussies just like the rest of us
0: yeah so. um I have something that actually ties into this later oh um what were you done with all? yeah your, okay uh but an aside when I was um at camp when i was eight i got i had like 103 flu fever flu whatever and i was sent to the infirmary for a few nights um and in the middle of the night i i wasn't masturbating yet and i felt this like feeling in my vagina and i had no idea what to do and i thought i had to pee really badly but i I wasn't peeing so i just kept going to the bathroom and i was like squeezing i was like doing kegels basically and then putting a pillow in between my legs and i was so uncomfortable and i I just had no idea. I didn't even like touch myself. But I remember being on the toilet for such a long time, just like, please make this stop. Like what's going on? And I didn't tell anyone because it, I don't know. We were eight. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's really important that we talk about masturbation.
1: Yeah. I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I really distinctly remember my parents. I don't remember how old I was. I think I was probably like three, four five. Mm-hmm. But my parents just being like, you can touch yourself, but if you do, just make sure you're not in a public place. You have
0: amazing parents. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that's my recommendation to future parents and current parents with mm-hmm. your children.
0: All right. So my study is a report from Tanga, which is like Ooh. this Japanese um, huge sex toy company thing. Uh, and their, one of their most famous sex toys is this like egg it's um a disposable fleshlight basically where you like you know you put it on your penis you comb but then you throw it out huh. so that's pretty cheap um anyway that's so called the the tangas 2019 self-pleasure report how americans masturbate and its role in self-care they did this for a few countries america the uk germany france spain japan china Taiwan and South Korea, but I'm just going to talk about the stats from America because duh, you're a nationalist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So overall, they had ten thousand participants, but for the American study, there were a thousand and one. Uh-huh. Um. Ages eighteen to fifty-four. Wow. Uh. So just where America stands between all those other countries, uh, I will ask you, Miriam, which country do you think masturbates the most? There was, um, I'll tell you again, America, UK, Germany, France, Spain, Japan, China, Taiwan, South Korea. <sighs> I'm going to say France. Nope. Wasn't even the top four. Wow. Spain? Yeah. Dang ah, dang ding. Those Spain. horny Spaniards. Yeah. <laughs> Spain, UK, Germany, and then the US. So we're the fourth oh. most popular. The top. Most popular. <laughs> <laughs> top reasons people masturbate. Um, this was out of a sample of 843 people, uh, to satisfy sexual urges, secondly, (laughs) to achieve sexual pleasure, thirdly, to relax, or relieve stress. Now the saddest one I thought, which was like one of the last ones was because my partner won't have sex with me. Um, first time masturbating. What do you think the average was for men? The average age? Yeah. The average age. Sorry. I feel like
1: I'm going to say. A number and you're going to be mad because it's not the number that like is fun i won't be mad okay
0: five no 13 oh yeah <laughs> just because i was five <laughs> i was my second guess was 12 so yeah you were close uh women is around 15 to 16 Aww. now if we break this down even further gen z is around 13 and a half millennials 14 and a half is this men um this this is average yeah for both genders and i like people were probably masturbating before they knew what it was
1: infants masturbate exactly so this is more like
0: when you can remember um gen x 14.8 so like almost 15 uh and then when we go into lgbtq plus the average age was 13.3 and non-lgbt 14.8 huh yeah interesting horny little gaze oh, When people discover masturbation, how? Uh, most of them discovered on their own. Men are twice as likely than women to have learned from a friend because women are scared and we don't think that our friends masturbate. Right. I remember all my friends saying that they didn't masturbate and I was like, yeah. you yeah, lying bitches. Mm-hmm. I felt really alone, uncomfortable that my friends didn't masturbate. I knew it was normal, but I was like, "Yeah, I was like, you guys aren't normal. Yeah, and like, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, it's like,
1: <laughs> why? Yeah, it's like you like what? <laughs> and
0: your vagina's right there. Like, you don't have to do anything. It's literally right there. Um, and women are six times more likely than men to learn from a significant other. Whoa, which is like crazy because yeah. men because men are like, wait, you don't masturbate? <laughs> uh, frequency. Twenty three percent of Americans masturbate a few times a month, and sixty percent at least once a week. I masturbate like three, four times a week. Oh shit! Sure. How about you? Once or twice a week, right now. Cool. Location, location, location. Ooh. Number nice one
1: headline. place. Your <laughs> uh, sub headline.
0: Bedroom, then the bathroom, and mm. then the shower. So, like, what you're masturbating the on the same toilet? Thing as the- yeah. No, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the living room and then a hotel room oh. and then the car and then the kitchen and then work <laughs> <laughs> no comment <laughs> lying about masturbating oh 39% of women lie about masturbating and 41% of men huh and this isn't like do you masturbate i think it it's more about um did like, you masturbate? Yeah, did you masturbate? Mm-hmm. And I think men, because they masturbate way more.
1: Yeah, they're just like, like, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just folding my
0: socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, what people use when they masturbate? Number one, porn. Two, imagination. Then pictures. So I think like Tumblr. Thinking about past experiences. Um, and women are significantly more... Uh, likely to use penetrative toys to read erotic stories and to mm-hmm. use vibrators i love erotic stories and then interestingly men are more likely to listen to music whoa i like never put on music unless yeah. i'm trying to cover the porn maybe that's why oh okay and then the type of music that gets people in the mood the most popular for men and women are kelly oh no right oh no it's really weird oh no no <laughs> Um, masturbation in relationships regardless of gender four and five people say they masturbated when they were in a relationship but 63 percent of people think that their partner thinks that they masturbate so more people are masturbating in relationships than people think oh gotcha gotcha um, i like love
1: mutual masturbation yeah it's so fun it
0: is pretty fun the only thing for me is that i don't come <laughs> <laughs> you don't come when you masturbate with someone It's really, what I've discovered, it's really for me, and because I usually don't have my toys with me, I'm just, like, using my hand, um, I, I can't let someone else please me, even if I'm pleasing myself, it's that, the whole point of mutual masturbation is that it's a mutual, (laughs) mutual (laughs) masturbation thing. That's, that, like, really
1: goes to show that it's a mental block, I feel like. A
0: hundred percent, because I can come really easily when I'm masturbating, it's totally a personal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay when asked why are you not comfortable talking about masturbation with your partner most people said it's a private matter that doesn't need discussing (laughs) with your partner (laughs) Um, and this is the part that ties back to your study Miriam should sex ed cover masturbation overall 78% agree yeah no shit yeah
1: it's fucking normal Mm -hmm. it should also cover healthy relationships and yeah everything all those important things we don't talk about yeah
0: we have a question from a lovely listener who we will call genevieve i love that name (laughs) all right hey i gotta say that i love your account so positive i can't stop sharing with friends thank you so much for your work thank you genevieve so you might have already answered to something similar to this but here's the story I was seeing this guy from Tinder that only wanted sex, but we were talking a lot, and according to him, things became quote-unquote intense. He once suggested the idea that we could be friends because he liked me so much, but he wasn't looking for a relationship. I was like, no, dude, I really want to have sex with you. So we agreed we would keep fucking. But I saw him on Friday, and I was so into it, and he just could not get his dick up. He blamed it on being tired, but it was so obvious he didn't find me attractive anymore. Mm. I knew I shouldn't feel like it's my fault, but I do have a very low self-esteem and it killed me. I can't feel sexy at all now. I feel like no other dude ever could want to fuck me. No. I know it sounds stupid, but the feeling of being fully naked and very horny next to a guy and seeing him not give a shit just made me feel like the worst ever. Do you have any tips on how I can regain my confidence? Thank you so much and sorry for the long message. Actually, I appreciate the long message and please include as many details as um genevieve did yeah
1: we like details
0: okay so stuff to unpack here yeah, lot to unpack. so him not getting his dick up
1: nothing to do with you
0: absolutely nothing to do with you yeah all to do with him
1: yeah it's his problem you never know like so many things affect it it could be something he ate that day
0: it could be his medication if he's on medication yeah. if he's
1: drunk or huh. super did any drugs basically any drug will mm-hmm. interfere with
0: um maybe he was feeling self-conscious
1: yeah but also he said he wanted to be friends right he didn't want to have sex with her and she like maybe he just doesn't want to be having sex with you i think that's okay it doesn't mean you're not beautiful or amazing in bed or dope some people just like i instagram today on smh pod that you could be the juiciest dankest most delicious sweet peach in the whole wide world but there's people out there who don't like peaches It doesn't matter that you're the juiciest peach, they're not going to want to eat you. But yeah, there's plenty of people out there who love peaches
0: exactly. Like, I hate peppers, (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing to do with that at all. (laughs) Kind of, my family loves peppers, and I don't. And as much as they love them, I'm just not going to eat them.
1: Yeah, some people are even allergic to peaches.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, the skin's like gets you itchy. Yeah, um. I know
1: it's so hard not to take rejection personally, and I don't think this is necessarily a case of rejection, but you're just not for everyone, you know, and that doesn't mean that there's not someone out there who is going to be obsessed with you.
0: Yeah. So that's addressing, you know, him maybe just wanting to be friends with you. And he said he liked you so much. Um, So the chemistry is there, but in a platonic way, perhaps we can't be sure. But in terms of him not getting it up, just really take it to heart that it has nothing to do with you
1: yeah that's a him problem
0: and I used to feel like this too before I understood men's penises and how they work and sometimes I mean they just don't stay hard all the time it's easy for girls because we don't have our horniness like doesn't show I mean we could get dry but still be turned on mentally
1: yeah and you can use lube and easily solve for the issues that you might be having
0: yeah you're so fine Genevieve and if you need help
1: with your confidence, I would seriously recommend. I don't know what your body type is, but I'm kind of chubby and I follow like really hot fat girls on Instagram and it's totally changed the way I look at my body because we never really see yeah. fat people as hot in media. So it's been cool to see that. Say some of the handles. Yeah. Ashley Chubby Bunny spelled A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H.
0: Chubby Bunny. Um, You could also just like just Google it and it will come up.
1: Yeah. She's um amazing and definitely like is very opinionated and that's what I love about her I don't always agree with everything she says but I think she's amazing and I love what she's doing with her platform
0: follow Lizzo yeah oh my god she is fat okay yeah so fucking sexy
1: yeah I was watching her music video for um boys
0: yeah with my sister
1: and my sister goes oh my god she's so sexy and like I don't disagree with her, but it was kind of crazy to me to hear someone else say that about like a fat black woman on television, you know? Mm -hmm. And I I just, that makes me really happy that we're finally starting to see diversity in bodies. I mean, it's like basically the one sexy fat person who's famous that I could
0: think of really,
1: (laughs) but someone's out there, which is really great.
0: Yeah. Um, Um, and it's, it's all about your confidence. So if you feel confident that will show and make you look sexy
1: also a lot of it honestly is fake it till you make it I learned that when I was in eighth grade and I think that's the way I am the way I am I think I read somewhere like in a magazine or I saw I think I read it actually uh, who's that who's that supermodel who used to be a judge on America's Next Top Model It was like Janice something fuck I forgot her name but she was like a really famous supermodel she's she wrote an autobiography and in her autobiography oh. she talked about she's like kind of problematic but whatever yeah she talked about fake it till you make it yeah. I remember i read it and that's literally been my motto like just pretend you're confident literally pretend and at some
0: point you're gonna believe it um and i also want to recommend maxi day green who is a model plus size model and my friend and she's gorgeous and seeing her has made me feel a lot more comfortable in my body so definitely check her out yeah i think that's it. that's it good luck out there yeah good luck Genevieve subscribe, subscribe rate, rate review. review
1: give us five stars tell your friends email us at the smh at gmail.com follow us on instagram at smhpod. follow our backup instagram
0: <laughs> yeah a lot a lot of uh accounts have been deleted sex positive accounts so follow our we'll go to our instagram the smh pod and our backup is there yeah yeah um and Unbound babes, head there to their Instagram, give them a follow. And if you see something that you like,
1: use our code SMH pod for 10% off your order at unboundbabes.com. Bye.
0: Bye.